and welcome to the Autistic Bodybuilding Podcast. I am your host, Crystal Raposa, and today we're going to talk about the muscles of the middle and upper back. But first, some announcements. So I am going to be releasing a course in October called Spatial Agility. Now, the idea of the course is to enhance proprioception. If you don't know what that means, it basically means it decreases clumsiness. Now, I didn't really realize I was making this course until recently. I realized at some point while I was bodybuilding that my clumsiness was a real problem when I broke my hand on the couch. Yes, I broke my hand on the couch. I'm not going to get into how or why, let's just say there was a meltdown involved and a serious lack of aim. But long story short, I broke my hand on a couch and I realized I have to enhance my proprioception somehow because this is not going to go well if I continue to get stronger and also stay just as clumsy. So. I started putting myself through these kind of like workouts to help enhance my proprioception and right now I am working on adapting those workouts to put them into a course for you guys. So it'll be a lifetime access course. You can move at your own pace. It'll bring you from complete beginner to like extremely advanced so you can stop wherever you feel comfortable. You can start wherever you feel comfortable. But if you want to know when I decide to release that course, you can sign up for the newsletter at autisticbodybuilding.com newsletter. And then that way I'll have your email so I'll be able to let you know when that course will be kicking off. That is actually it for today for announcements. So let's just get straight to today's topic, which is again, muscles of the middle and upper. All right, guys, I'm going to try to put an image in your mind. So just follow me for a moment here. Lily has a job in an office where she sits for long periods of time answering calls and typing memos. After her Monday workout of seated rows and shrugs, she can't seem to sit up straight and her neck is killing her. What do you think happened to Lily? What can she do to feel better? My hope is by the end of this episode, you'll be able to help our friend Lily. All right, so when we talk about the middle and upper back muscles, you will find that some places on the internet when you search it will include the shoulders or the rotator cuff or that whole complex in there. I am not going to include that with my upper back anatomy for our purposes. I'm going to leave the shoulders for a separate podcast because they are very complex and I don't want to try to fit them into this podcast and lose any detail. So we'll have to do that another time. 
That means that for right now, we're talking about the trapezius and the rhomboids. So these are two muscles that are in between your shoulders. They control posture. They control your chest when you're, when you breathe and they retract the shoulders. So whenever you pull your shoulder blades back and push your chest out or squeeze your shoulder blades together, that is retraction. So the trapezius is a superficial back muscle. It's considered superficial. The rhomboids are too, but your trapezius is actually more superficial than your rhomboids. And what that means is that they're closest to the skin. They're closest to the surface. You can actually see somebody's trapezius from the outside if they're cut down or lean or what have you. You'll be able to see this kind of V-shaped muscle in between their shoulder blades that looks like it kind of points down toward their lower back. That is their trapezius. So it's actually kind of over your shoulder blades, over your scapula, as your shoulder blades are called. It attaches to this little spinal ridge that's on your shoulder blades. And it also attaches to your thoracic and cervical vertebrae. Now, what that means is that they run from your middle back up to your neck. It got its name from its trapezoidal shape. Anatomyexpert.com actually says in English, this muscle's name is the four-sided muscle. The term trapezius is derived from the Greek trapeza, meaning a four-legged table, which arose from tetra, meaning four, and pesta, meaning foot. The term trapezium took on the extended designation of a four-sided shape from the appearance of the table's top. The trapezius is the only muscle in the body whose name arises from the combined left and right muscles. Individually, the muscle has a triangular shape. So in other words, most of your muscles are named for its individual shape, but the trapezius is named based on how they, the two sides of them look together. It's one of the, it's the only muscle that is named for that, which I didn't know that till I researched for this podcast. So there you go. Anyways, your upper trapezius is obviously going to be the uppermost part, the part that connects to your neck. It's going to help you with shrugs. You can target it with shrugs or face pulls. That's when you do like a row, but you pull it towards your face. It also pulls on shoulder muscles when you are out of balance. So if they're a little bit too strong, they're pulling your shoulder muscles. They'll also give you some postural issues. And a lot of time people hold a lot of stress in their upper trapezius. So when people say things like, I just really need a neck rub. And they're really talking about that spot in between their shoulders and their neck. They're talking about their upper trapezius a lot of the time. Now your middle trapezius, it retracts your shoulder blades. We talked about that a little bit earlier. And you can target that with things like seated rows. It's quite similar to the lower trapezius. They kind of do the same thing. And they both retract the scapula. You can target your lower traps a little If you really want to fine tune your movements and you really want to try to target your lower traps a little extra, you can start with your rows up high and pull them down towards you. Don't start with them too high or you'll be 
you'll be working your lats and you were trying to get your lower traps. But if you start them just at about eye height and pull down to your navel or even shoulder height and pull down to your navel, you'll be able to kind of target your lower traps a little better. Now injuries that you can get with your traps, we touched upon this a little bit in the upper trapezius when I talked about that for a second, but trapezius strains are usually caused by things like overuse, working at a keyboard, so like sitting and being hunched over for long periods. Same idea with driving because you're in a very similar position. If you cradle an e a phone between your ear and your shoulder uh, or carry heavy, like a heavy purse on one side, the, all those things can give you strain. Of course, strength training will give you some strain in that area as well. Depending on what you do for work, you might be straining that part of your body. Symptoms of strain, pretty common stuff, you know, stiff, sore, you know, achy muscles, neck pain, headache though. Headache is kind of an interesting one, but it will start to manifest. For me, I get the headache when my traps are tight before anything else. So if you find yourself in that position, it's really just about rest, ice. You could take some Advil, ibuprofen, things like that. And if it's really extreme though, you let it go too far. So you got to be really careful with, you know, any muscle. If you hurt that muscle too much, you might end up in physical therapy or having to get actual massages. So definitely pay attention to your body as you move forward. It's pretty common though to have imbalances in your traps a little bit. It's pretty common for them to be tight, for them to take over. For your your upper traps will take over for your middle and lower traps. So you'll know that because your shoulders will shrug while you're doing a middle or seated row. So if your shoulders come up when you're trying to pull things towards your chest, that's because your upper traps are really strong and they're trying to pull the weight and take the strain off of your middle traps, which in this case would be weak. So if you find yourself in this position, what you can do is drop weight until you can row without your shoulders coming up. And then when you find that weight, when you find that sweet spot, focus on squeezing your shoulder blades together. Now, this can actually be hard even for neurotypicals to feel. So if you have trouble feeling this, have a friend if you can, or even if you can, like I've done this before, just like stuck a ball in my sports bra, or you could stick it in your shirt if you're a guy or tape it there if you have to. But just have something there in between your shoulder blades right on your spine to give you some pressure so that and then squeeze toward that thing. And that will help you figure out where your shoulder blades are. Another great way to make sure you're squeezing your shoulder blades together is to push your chest out as you're squeezing your shoulder blades together. And that will kind of help get you in that position as well. Now your rhomboids are still considered superficial. I said that earlier, but they are under your traps. So you can't see them. They're smaller than your traps. They only go from your shoulder blade to your spine. So they're directly in between your shoulder blades. They do run up to your cervical spine. So a little bit into your neck, but only up to like the first vertebrae in your neck. They're again, not very big. They kind of point like an arrow 
up towards, like in between your shoulder blades, they point like an arrow up towards your neck. So according to Yoga Anatomy, the name comes from the Greek rhombos, which refers to the angled parallelogram shape of each side. So this one, like I said about the trapezius, it's named for both sides, but the rhomboids, like most muscles, are named for just the one side. So if you actually look at a diagram of rhomboids, they literally look like a rhombus on either side of your spine. So you do have two different parts of your rhomboids. You have a major and a minor. The they pretty much do the same thing. When we learn about them in fitness school, they don't really, they teach us that there's a major and a minor, but they don't really teach us them separately because they do kind of really the same, so close to the same things. But the major is larger. It's the lowest part of your rhomboids. And the minor is actually above the major. It's like kind of a thin ribbon. And, th and this is the part that connects to the cervical vertebrae in the neck. So, right, that's the part that actually extends into your neck. But I didn't know this either until I researched it. Apparently, the fascia, in other words, like the kind of sinewy connective tissue, the fascia of the rhomboids minor actually connects to the serratus anterior, which is actually the little muscle that's like right underneath your pecs, right by your your ribs. I just thought that was really interesting. If you don't know what I'm talking about yet, we will do a whole episode on the pecs and the serratus anterior will be included in that. But I just had no idea that such a small little muscle in between your shoulder blades would actually reach around and connect to almost like the side of your rib cage. It's very cool. Anyways, your rhomboids retract the scapula, you know, logic, pretty logical. They're in between your two scapula or your shoulder blades. So of course they pull them together. You can target them with mid rows and reverse flies. I didn't say reverse flies for your trapezius because I really, it does target both mid rows and reverse flies target both, but I feel like reverse flies get a little bit more of your rhomboid, whereas seated rows and pulling things directly towards you activates more of your traps. That's just my own personal philosophy. You develop your own. Now, injuries that you can get in your rhomboids are pretty similar to your traps. So you could get strain, sprain, or spasm. Spasms are the most common. The causes are generally staying in the same position for a long time, especially sitting kind of hunched over a keyboard, overusing the muscle, or actually dehydration, which, I mean, will really stress any muscle. A treatment for your rhomboids is the same, again, as your traps, pain release, relievers, ice, or a warm patch, you know, rest, massage, and of course, if you need it, physical therapy. All right, so common imbalances are generally caused by the upper traps taking over. That does affect the rhomboids as well, so they're not exempt from that. But very specific to the rhomboids is scapular winging. What that means is your rhomboids are too relaxed. They're stretched out. Sometimes the fascia itself that connects from the muscle to the bone is a little bit lacking. 
you'll know that you have winging because your shoulder blades will be pointy. They'll stick out of your mid back almost straight out. And you, if you're really not sure, you could do a push up and have a friend look at you because it it's really obvious when you come down for a push up and come back up if you're if your shoulder blades don't go back to where they're supposed to be. It's, it's a pretty obvious way of noticing. So really the best way to fix that is you're going to have to strengthen your rhomboids. You're going to have to do those seated rows and those reverse flies and things like that and get those rhomboids strong enough to pull your shoulder blades back again. That's the best way to handle it. And of course, you can also stretch your pecs out a little bit to take some strain off of your rhomboids, that might help as well. If you don't remember our friend Lily, she has a job in an office where she sits for long periods of time answering calls and typing memos. After her Monday workout of seated rows and shrugs, she can't seem to sit up straight and her neck is killing her. What do you think happened to Lily? What can she do to feel better? Now that you've learned all that you've learned about the middle and upper back muscles, what would you recommend? So if you think Lily should drop the weight on her seated rows and focus on squeezing her shoulder blades together, you're right. Based on the pain and stiffness around her neck, Lily likely has overstrengthened her upper traps. So maybe she's been struggling, shrugging a little bit too much. Maybe she is not realizing that her traps are taking over for her shoulders. Somehow she's strength, she's overstrengthened her upper traps. So she'll need to stop doing shrugs for a while and focus on performing middle rows and high rows with a low enough weight that her shoulders won't come up and her traps won't take over. Another good thing Lily can do is actually roll out her upper traps on a Smith machine by simply standing underneath the bar with her traps underneath it, it with, and what I'm talking about specifically with your traps and your upper traps is that area in between your neck and your shoulders. So Lily could stand underneath that and she could use the bar to push into that muscle and kind of rub it out a little bit so that it relaxes and lets her shoulders take over when she's doing shoulder workouts. So that's a great thing for anybody to do before a shoulder workout is massage those upper traps so that they don't take over because they really do want to take over all the time. We, a lot of us have a movement pattern that makes our upper traps want to tighten and dominate, literally. So as for Lily, it will take time. She will have to stick with these workouts for probably about three months, if not longer, before she really starts to feel a noticeable difference. But eventually the headaches and the postural discomfort will subside and she can add shrugs back in when she is feeling better. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Autistic Bodybuilding Podcast. 
If you'd like to view a transcript of today's show, as well as all references used, visit autisticbodybuilding.com slash transcripts. Your donations help me keep the show ad-free. If you'd like to donate, visit autisticbodybuilding.com slash donate. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, find me at Audibuilder. Email me show suggestions and questions at autisticbodybuilding at gmail.com or just visit autisticbodybuilding.com for the latest news and updates. As always, all these links will be in the show notes for your convenience. I hope you'll come back next week. Until then, stay fit and flappy.